to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for tuning in to another show, everyone. If you missed the last show, that was with Will Kahada, and he's a fitness trainer. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. It's not so easy to find people that aren't <laughs> people or trainers that aren't the conventional mind frame of clanging around weights and Olympic lifts or machines. So uh, Will and I have a lot in common with what we believe in in fitness and nutrition and how to manipulate your body properly, which is usually around body weight. So that was a pretty cool interview. Check out Will. He's a He's got a, uh, a pretty cool story that you should check out. I also talked about pushing your limits. That's for podcast only. So if you're listening on air, you can head over to iTunes or you can check out exploringmindandbody.com. And that was an extensive um, I was expecting that to be maybe five to 10 minutes, but it turned into about 40 minutes of a detailed explanation of me hiking through the mountains, which was an incredible experience. It was probably the most mentally and physically challenging thing I've ever done. <laughs> so uh, check that out if you didn't get a chance. And uh, this week I'm talking about the Re- the Revitalized Conference put on by our Vegan Originals. So this was actually a few weeks ago. But um, I'm just getting to talking about it now. There's been a lot of things going on that I want to get out there, but this was definitely something I want to cover. I want to tell you about some life lessons that I learned, not only just about health, but about taking risks and believing in yourself. So um, check this out. We have all kinds of information and, and tips and suggestions from this conference and more than anything, inspiration. So I hope you uh, get something out of this. So stay right there. We got all that coming up. Uh... All right. So this Revitalized Conference started at, at the beginning is you might remember Cameron Terry. He talked about food-like substances in show number 140. That was a pretty good show. You might want to check that out on exploringmindandbody.com. I met Cam through a recommendation through our friend, holistic nutritionist, Rockin' Ricky Kohut. And he said, you know, he he told me about this whole food company in Red Deer. And for those of you listening online or, or not local, uh, Red Deer is only about 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes north of the smaller town that I live in and am right now. So I'd like to support local and check out local uh, businesses to see what they're doing. So Rick said, go and check these guys out. They're a whole food company and they're fantastic to work with. So I head over to, I, I'm dr- just driving through town and I head over and I, I drive into Avena Originals company. And I start asking the front desk what's going on, like how are things going. And then she says, do you want me to call the manager out? So she calls out Cameron and Cameron starts telling me all this information about the company and the products. And then the next thing I know, we're in the back room. We're in the uh, shipping house and there's all kinds of, you know, it was cool. Like I've never seen a shipping house. So they had all kinds of shelves and products. And then he took me over to the actual shipping room where there's a guy back there actually packaging products. And it was just a a super cool experience. I couldn't believe, see, a lot of times when I don't agree or understand a product or, excuse me, an ingredient in a product, I'll call the company. And I think we do that. We don't do that enough. In fact, I don't know many people that do that at all. Um, I'll, there's there's phone numbers and websites and emails on packages for that reason. 
so you can get a hold of them and ask them questions. So a lot of the times I'm passed around from person to person. Some people hang up. It's unreal. Some people hang up on me. Other people, they don't, other companies don't have a person to <laughs> to direct my questions to. So, um, and then other people think they want to know who I am, what company I'm with, why they want to know this information, which is unbelievable if you think about it. All I'm asking about is an ingredient. But I think it happens so, so little that they wonder why it might be, I don't know, it might be for a story or it might be for a scientist that, or another company that wants to steal their ingredients. I don't know. But for the most part, it's rarely a good experience when I contact someone and ask them about their ingredients or products, um, which at times I find more entertaining than anything. So anyways, so I walk into this shop and and Cam's showing me around. He's showing me the back room. He's talking about ingredients. We're talking about whole food, which I love. So that, that's where our relationship began. And I just think it's a cool story to share because they're that's how their company is. They're just open and honest and want to share their information and their story with you. So not too long after that, I invited Cam to come on the show and he's got unlimited information. So moving on, not, not, uh, it's been a while. It was probably six months, maybe eight months, I'm guessing. So I get a call from Nicole Terry and she says she's putting together, she works for Vina Originals. I never actually met her, but um, she was putting together this revitalized health conference and they're looking for an MC. And I <laughs> said, I think you have the wrong number. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I was shocked. I was a little taken back. And I told her I've never emceed before. This isn't something I've done or have experience in. So uh, you should know that. And uh, <laughs> you may want to reconsider. Um, but Nicole was great. They knew. I think they had a they had a some sort of plan. They knew that they wanted to have me on. And they of course they listened to the show, Cam's interview, and maybe more. And they knew that they wanted to have me as uh, you know representing their company. Their company at this conference was was an incredibly flattering and humbling gesture to have me up there on stage and, and making sure everything moved smoothly and that I was somewhat entertaining um, just to keep the whole night. I think an MC, I've been to conferences where MCs have been horrible and it changes the whole atmosphere, which is why I, I took so much, I guess, pride in, in this invite. And then, of course, I've been to conferences where MCs have been fantastic and it makes the, it makes the whole event so... It was a big deal to get this invite, and we talked. So we talked back and forth. We did some negotiating, and uh, I need to know details, what was involved. And to be honest with you, I sat down at my computer to write them a letter saying, I don't want to do this. Like, I, I don't think I'm qualified. You're probably looking for someone else. And then I, I got some external advice, and I, I talked to some some couple people, and they told me it might be a good opportunity to, to try it. You never know if you don't try right so anyways so then that was it I, I moved forward we worked everything out and i was in, i was involved nicole was fantastic with all the organizing she was doing getting back to me often about all the questions i'm a questions person i was <laughs> i was an interviewer long before i sat behind a mic i i asked questions almost to a fault so um it was so she always responded back to me and and that's uh, and that's where it was. Like that's where that's where it began. And that's where I, my my short message for you out there is to take risks because 
you never know what's going to come on the other side. So many people are afraid to reach out or branch out and try new things and and uh, experience new new experiences. And as you'll find out throughout this throughout this um, session or interview with myself, I guess um, it was an, an incredible experience that I'm going to share with you here. So um, stay with me. That we have, I'm talking about. Oh, uh, they had a. Uh, a film guy, Jeremy Seifert, a super cool guy, talking about GMOs. They had uh, Ron Gardner, who was on the show, a raw food chef. Uh, I, Peter, I call him a ninja. <laughs> so anyways, I, I'm going to tell you some tips, some super cool things that they talked about that inspired me to live a healthier lifestyle. So let's take a quick commercial break, it's, but stay right there. We're coming right back on Exploring Mind and Body. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. And uh, today I'm talking about the Revitalized Conference. And I wanted to share this with you because it was certainly an inspiring event, a weekend. It was a three-day event that I want to share with you. This weekend, it was incredible. It actually took me three days to recover. I'm serious. <laughs> I'll talk about emotional, you know, emotional, uh, not stress, but drain shortly. But, you know, it was such a, let me get into that. Let me get into that in a minute. I want to talk about Ron Gardner first because Ron Gardner was the first one to open up. He was on show 156. So he came on to talk about his new book called Disease Free Revolution. And this isn't exactly a plug. I just want to talk to you about it because Ron's is just a cool guy. Ron, at the age of 50, Ron spent most of his career in the school systems. He worked us all the way up through a principal, superintendent. Then he started a new career at the age of 50, a new chapter in his life, literally, when most people think about retiring, which I think is incredibly cool. I think incredible is my word for today. I don't know why I keep using it. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, so Ron started at 50 writing books and researching and he was kind of fed up with the medical system and not getting the results he was looking for. So he just started to do his own research and he kind of experimented on his own body and then started teaching and speaking and writing. It's, it's a fantastic story. And Ron has so much information to share. I mean, check that show out. He did a, I think it was an hour presentation, but it, it, it might've been an hour and a half. I'm not quite sure, but it just seemed like there was so much information. He had so much to share. So um, that was pretty cool. And then again, his books, Disease-Free Revolution, he actually won uh, some awards in the U.S. Um, around his book called Conscious Health. So um, that was that was definitely cool. You should check that out. Uh, the next one was Dr. Shane Johnson. And he actually owns his own clinic right here in the area, Mountain View County. Actually, that might be Red Deer County. Anyways, he's only about 40 minutes from us in Red Deer. His company is called Aspire Natural Medicine, and he's a naturopathic doctor. And he actually has a Red Deer column. Uh, it's a bi-weekly column in the Red Deer Advocate. And uh, you know that bi-weekly always gets me? If it's bi-weekly, is twice a month, I think. But I'm pretty sure it should be twice a week, bi-weekly. Is anyone else with me on that? Bi-weekly? They should call it bi-monthly. Uh, maybe that wouldn't make sense. Anyways, uh, I still don't get that. Now, what I like about Dr. Shane is that he talks about preventing and he's done all kinds of stuff. He's, you know, move, move forward, move natural health forward. And, and I'd love to, for you to listen to what he has to say. 
And then, so we had Jeremy Seifert. Jeremy's super cool. We were kind of joking around in the back. And he wrote a movie called GMO OMG. And it was, it's, it's, it's the movie was, you know, moving. It's right up there with forks over knives, hungry for change, fat, sick, and nearly dead. I'm sure we heard that guy's making, he's turned his story into a empire. Okay. But, um, you know, this story, Jeremy talked about, he moved, you know, it was cool. He moved his family from Los Angeles to North Carolina and he wants to be a, a movie producer. This was his first real one he put another one out i'll talk about shortly about dumpster diving which is something i never heard of before but he wants to do documentaries and he moved his family away to just to have a different lifestyle maybe a better lifestyle have, let his kids play in in a bigger area and experience I, I think they're in the country maybe country life so that alone what how he you know puts his family first i think most people would move from maybe a, a rural area to you know, to Los Angeles or to a bigger capital so their business or or career could flourish. But Jeremy kind of did the opposite. But he's definitely an interesting guy. Hopefully I can get him on the show at the moment. He's not answering me. <laughs> not happy about that, Jeremy. But uh, J- Jeremy's awesome. He, he gave out these, well, he was selling these shirts and they said GMO, OMG. And they were made of organic cotton. So I was wearing one. I actually put one over my suit and tie, or not suit and tie, but shirt and tie. And I was wearing that on stage. It was so comfortable. Like I later on, I took my, I just wore the shirt. I took my tie and shirt off and just wore the shirt. And the material was unreal. It was so soft and comfortable. It was like something that you want to, I don't know, curl up and watch a movie in on a rainy day. And I'm going to look into finding those shirts. You know what I saw? I told, I told everyone, I said, go and, you know, buy a shirt, support something that's worth supporting. So many times we buy, you know, we, we support those huge companies that support mass production and cheap labor or, you know, I don't want to get into that too much, but what, when, when we buy something, we're supporting them. We support what they believe in, uh, their cause, whether it's athletics or fitness or the company alone. We're supporting them. So I think it means a lot when you're wearing a different, a smaller company's name that represents something because you're advertising for them everywhere you go. And we don't realize that when we wear Nike shoes or, you know, Under Armour shirts. And, you know, I'm not going to get into that in too much detail. And, you know, but you can search online what kind of ethics company ha- companies have. And I think you'll find out most of the bigger ones don't have great ethics. Anyways, like I said, I don't want to get into that, but I saw a whole family. I think there was a, a two parents and three kids and they all had these shirts on. So I asked them to stand up and everyone gave them a hand and uh, it was awesome to just to see that support. And they had their children at an event like this, learning about foods and understanding that, you know, we can improve our lifestyle by, by, by food alone. And that was, I think that was the main part, just to find inspiration around whole food and understand that we can change our lifestyle and improve our health. We don't need all the conventional stuff, all that stuff, pills and nonsense. You don't need it. Stop it. <laughs> so Jeremy talked about his other documentary he did, the, he talked about the next day was about dumpster diving. And I've never heard of this. He lived in Pasadena, California, and they changed, I think they changed everything. Well, most things now they started putting locks on bins and 
they he went to after this documentary came out he went to schools and they talked to i don't know some politicians in the area i'm not i'm not really up to date with all that lingo <laughs> but um he changed a lot of things and he this whole school wrote their congress a letter to see if they could change things. I don't know if that particularly changed, but just raising awareness around, there's so much food wasted. Like the society we live in, I often call backwards because you know what? And when I looked at this, I almost felt bad. Like I felt bad, almost sorry for him. Like, oh my gosh, you have to search for food in a dumpster. And then he, you know, he's, Jeremy's a regular guy. Like he talked about that. Like he said that, you know, he, I guess he, maybe he felt like that was at a low point in his life, but he said he didn't need it. Like he didn't need the food. He had enough money to get by, but that was just something. It was almost like a statement, like grocery stores throw tons and tons of food away that are perfectly fine. There's everything from eggs and bread and fruit, and it wasn't rotten. There's nothing wrong with it. And they throw it away because I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know the logistics. Maybe it was about to expire. Maybe it wasn't packaged right or whatever it was, but like thousands of thousands of people, maybe millions of people in the world don't have enough food, probably millions, don't have enough food to get by. There's people starving right now. They In this interview, Jeremy interviewed someone that worked for the food bank in LA and they have the one of the biggest food banks in the world and they didn't have enough food to feed people on the streets. And grocery stores are throwing this food in the garbage. Like it's it's unreal. It's it's hard to, can, I can't wrap my head around it. Like why aren't they giving that food to someone? Why why aren't they doing something with it? I don't know. But it was a it was a cool story that uh, Jeremy put together uh, around this. I think it's called diving or dumpster diving. I'll I'll try to link that on this show note um, on exploringmindandbody.com for you to uh, check it out. Uh, but anyways, I didn't talk about too much about uh, GMO, OMG, but uh, it, it's an incredible film and it really is moving. And I, that's why I said it's up there with Forks Over Knives, Hungry for Change. You know, it, and of course, everything's marketing. If they if they could get that movie into the right hands and move it forward, but you can check it out. There's different areas. You can buy it and you can watch it and you can tell your friends that this is something that needs to be recognize GMOs and labeling and understanding food as something that we need to pay attention to. So I, I just wanted to share that because that was that was something that really, really got a hold of me throughout the conference. So we're going to take a quick break here. Just before I let you go, I just want to tell you about our sponsor, Complete Truth Protein. This is a vegan, raw, whole food supplement. It comes in powder form, so you can bake with it, throw it in shakes, you can throw it in smoothies. It works fantastic for a gluten-free flour. And more than anything, it's nutrients that are going to energize you. So one of the first things people say when when they talk about using Complete Truth in their smoothies is the energy that they're gaining. And to be honest with you, there's not a whole lot of secret involved. Once you start nutritionizing and supplementing your body properly with whole foods, you're going to start feeling more energy because your body recognizes, utilizes, and absorbs whole foods at a higher rate than conventional supplements. So check out completetruthprotein.com slash shop. Any two-pound bag is 15% off if you enter the code word EMB for exploring mind and body. So check that out. Anyways, we're coming right back. Starm is the next presenter I want to talk about, and he has some incredible tips and probably my maybe one of my at least one of my favorite speeches presentations from the conference so stay right there be right back on exploring mind and body 
All right, welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today I'm talking about this Revitalized Conference that I had the pleasure of performing. <laughs> I don't think that's the right word. Hosting my first MC gig, job, whatever you call it. But uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was super cool. And I'm telling you about the conference and all that I learned because I was inspired and I want to share that with you. So this next presenter that came up, his name was Starm. And he actually had the privilege of having Lou Corona as a mentor. So if you're in the raw food industry or world at all, you'll certainly know who Lou is. Lou, you can check out loucorona.com. And I think he's 60, around 60, 61, 65, somewhere around there. Starm, I want to ask Starm how old he was. Starm corrected me and said he's 61 years young. I think he said one of those ages, but, but Lou looks fantastic. He looks like he's about 45 and I hope that's not an insult if he's listening to this, but he's lived a, a raw food life. I don't know if it's his whole life or for 35 years, whatever it is, a long time. So Lou has all kinds of, you know, tips and suggestions on how to eat and live a, a raw food lifestyle. And a lot of this conference was based around raw. I should mention that um, when Starm came on stage, he had a picture of Lou up there, <laughs> which is, I don't know, kind of funny, but it's, I, I loved it because... What one of the one of the topics Storm talked about was an attitude of gratitude, and I really believe that. I really believe in you know in thanking people, acknowledging and appreciating people, and letting them know. I guess that comes in with acknowledgement. But a lot of times, you know, we point the finger at someone else. We're the victim. It's your fault. And if you thank someone, it's different. You have a different mindset by thanking someone. By thanking someone, the words have a higher vibration. It makes you feel better to say it and to receive it. So I just thought that was cool. You know, I, I grew up in the athletic world and everyone, people talked about me, you know, me, I did this, I did that. Some people talk in the third, in the third person, <laughs> but anyways, you know, just recognizing someone else, you know, it may, it makes a, a world of difference. So I thought that was cool. He brought up a picture of Lou and, you know, he, he let everyone know that's where his knowledge came from. And just knowing that, Lou helped him out, progress in life, and, um, you know, that's a big deal. So that's pretty cool. He, Starm had a powerful presentation. He put together a slideshow that I wish I could watch every morning. <laughs> it was that he had some of the people that I aspire to, like uh, he had Bruce Lee up there. He had Einstein. He had a number of different quotes and tips. And it, it, while while listening to Starm talk, I think we we're closer in age, so it was easy for me to resonate with some of the things he had to say. A lot of times, I was sitting there, and in day to day life, when I talk about, I don't use certain, I don't use regular conventional toothpaste, I don't use conventional deodorant or lotion, and and the, some of the thoughts I think sometimes I feel alone. To be honest with you, I just feel like I'm. Am I the only one doing this? So it was nice to hear Storm talk about the things that how to naturally live a healthy lifestyle kind of like the message i'm trying to get to you guys so it was nice to hear that and you know one of the things he talked about was he took a picture of these guys that were hung over eating greasy food and they were like they were celebrating it and like it was cool and that was the thing to do so Storm just said like this is cool like seriously this is cool in our society this is celebrated so it makes you think like, you know, why is that something people want? Why is it, why do people do it? Like I did it. I was in, I went to college. Like that was fun. <laughs> then I realized what health was 
And I decided that that's nothing close to what I want to do or become. So I wanted to point that out. And then one of his slides says, one of his slideshows says, I don't care about football. <laughs> so I thought that was, that was cool too. I'm going to, I might do a whole show about sports and like sports in general. Like, of course I grew up as an athlete and transitioning or changing my life path is, is a big deal, but I still like, I love watching football. I'm going to watch the baseball playoffs for the most part. Like I have a, I have a different life now before that's all I did. But you heard of most of you, I'm sure heard about Ray Rice and, and uh, domestic abuse. And that's a big deal right now. And then, you know, a, a lot of noise is going, going around. I would understand a lot of you aren't sports fans. This is a health show, but I think this is mainstream news, at least right now. But my point is that sports are corrupt in general. I just watched this crazy documentary on how corrupt FIFA is for soccer, how um, we know baseball is for years. We sat there as a in a professional league watching the trial between Bonds and Andy Pettit. I don't know if you guys remember that, but everyone in the room knew he was knew they were guilty. We knew it. And uh, they wouldn't admit it. They wouldn't admit it, and they didn't really get indicted for it. Like it's insane. Like what goes on? Um, football's no different. They said they did. They didn't know. They they the NFL said they didn't know that Ray Rice had his tape. That the NFL didn't know that that there was a tape about him hitting his wife. And of course there was. And of course they knew that they knew it. Like they're a powerful organization. They make billions of dollars. They couldn't get that tape. So. It's just it, 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 it mind-boggling to me that people think are shocked and surprised. They're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. But Aaron Hernandez just went to jail for murder. And there's always a domestic. There's always a, a DUI. And we're paying them millions and millions of dollars to watch them on TV for a sport. And we can't get a couple hundred people being passionate about GMOs. We can't get a, like a whole room full of, or we can't get, maybe oh, maybe they got sold out, I don't know, but we can't, for the most part, we can't sell out Jeremy's um, movie about GMOs. Well, we're passionate about sports and paying people that you know are criminals. And I know that's, maybe that might be an overstatement or a stereotype. There's a lot of good people doing good things in sports and in the league, but I mean, it's just when, you th- when I think about it, it makes me not want to be a fan. It makes me want to go and do something else with my time and, instead of supporting people that don't contribute anything to society. So anyways, that's, that was a small rant about that. <laughs> um, Storm came out with a, with a rock. He gave out these rocks. They had some kind of energy. I, I wasn't really paying attention too much. I tried to listen, but I also had my mind on other things about the next presenter and what I'd say here or there. And uh, so he gave out these rocks that and were bracelets or rings, I think, that everyone wanted. So I came out with my own rock. <laughs> I said, since Storm's giving a rock away, I want to give a rock away. So I held up this rock, which was my deodorant. <laughs> it was it was a stick, like or not a stick, like a crystal. And I don't I don't like plastic. I try to avoid plastic at all costs. I don't like chemicals. I don't use I don't put any of that on my body. So this was my crystal rock. And it's incredible. It comes in no plastic. It just comes in a rock. And it's lasted me at least six or eight months already. It doesn't look like it's halfway done. So I have two of them. I may never buy deodorant again. <laughs> but anyways, I held this up and I said, since Storm's giving away rocks, I want to give away my own rock. So everyone put these hands up. And I was like, you guys don't even know what this is. Why are you putting your hand up? 
And then everyone, a couple of hands went down and then they looked puzzled. And I said, this is my deodorant stick. <laughs> Does anyone still want it? And then uh, a couple of hands are still up. And I said, you can't have it. I said, <laughs> I said, it's too weird for me to think that you want my deodorant stick. So <laughs> let's move on. So, oh man, that was uh, funny. That was that might be my most memorable part of the conference. Anyways, so let's move on. Cameron Terry, who again was on a previous episode, show 140, he went up there and he talked about toxins in foods. And I really like Cam's story. Cam's one of those people that you that will talk to you and you can resonate with. It's not, he's not one of those people that talks at you or because he knows so much. He he you know that that kind of comes off him. You can't can't tell that that he knows all this information so i like listening to him i i called him my go-to guy at the conference because if i didn't know something or if i need something or i needed a detail about a product or he would just tell me like he didn't have to think about it just came out so uh tam or cam has unlimited knowledge is what i say and one of my favorite parts when he was talking about supplements and ingredients and how their supplements often depending on the season will be a different color like their powders or pills or whatever they're using. It could be a different color because of the time of year. So if you pick, let's say you pick apples off a tree, they're not going to be the same size, especially if they're organic um, or naturally grown. They're not going to be the same size. Even strawberries, like if you look at conventional strawberries in the grocery store, I'd imagine those are genetically modified in some way. They're highly sprayed for sure. At different seasons, fruits, natural fruits are going to be different colors and different sizes. And that's one of the points that he pointed out about Vina Originals, which I thought was pretty cool. So check out Cam's show 140. And I really enjoyed his presentation. And the same with Mel. Mel was uh, super cool as well. He Mel's this, uh, he's a bigger guy. I had to look up to him and he talks, um, you know, he doesn't talk loud. So you have to kind of listen. And I made, I was kind of messing around at the, at the conference. I said, does, does anyone else remind Mel of the Godfather? <laughs> no, no one really answered. And the Godfather, I'm, I'm hoping some of you heard it out there, but at the conference, no one really got that. But he just seems like Mel seems like a gentle guy, and he's the president, and uh, he runs the show. And I thought that was cool, just the way the way he is about himself and about the conference and about the company, especially is how Mel stuck around. And he, he didn't go there to shake hands and leave or just to put on a show and sell some products. Like he was there. I think I saw him there every day, all day. And he was there to meet people and he was hugging people and shaking hands and giving information. So I thought that said a lot about the company. Anytime you look at a company or an employee that represents a company or management, you have to look at the top, the top person. Like they're hiring, they're in control. And uh, it's their insights that are controlling the company. And I don't think a lot of companies realize that. And uh, I just think that's incredible how, how Mel was, how, how he was there and president, such a welcoming, warm person to be around. So he talked about how, you know, powerful supplements and whole food and natural pathic medicine healed his wife from lupus. And it was a moving story. And, you know, one of the things that, kind of resonates with me is these stories don't get celebrated as much as they should. Like those stories of people, people healing themselves. We don't hear about that quite as often as we should. So close things up with our final day. And uh, we have a raw, we're talking about raw nutrition. And also this is the last day. And uh, this started off, well, 
evening, we had a raw food meal put together by Christine Frazier. And she's actually from Red Deer. Her company is called Inner Glow Nutrition. And the food was absolutely unreal. And you heard in a previous show, I visited Santa Monica and I had some, I visited raw food restaurants. And, and I got to tell you that Christine's food was unreal. It was some of the best raw food I've ever had. And you know what the best part about that is? is that I was full. And a lot of times when I pre- prepare my own raw food, I feel like I don't get enough nutrients or I'm not full or not satisfied. Later on, I realized that I think a lot of times when we eat, we eat too much. Like we, we eat until we're full and then that's when we think we're satisfied. That's when our brain says you're satisfied. But there's so many nutrients in raw food that you don't need that. But anyways, I ate more than I should have, I guess. But but check out Christina at Interglow Nutrition. She was uh, she's awesome. She makes you feel better by talking to her. She actually lights up the room when she walks in. So she talked about how she followed her what if life, and uh, she was a mechanical engineer. She wanted to be a raw food chef, so she went to school. Ended up in New York City, following her dreams and uh, preparing food for stars, actually. And now she's back in Red Deer. She's local, and she's uh, still doing her thing. She has retreats and corporate things and meal plans. So check out Christine and eat some of her food. <laughs> um, but that, So then throughout that night, there was presentations, and then there was uh, Mary Toko who talked about vaccines because there are other options. David Gaynor, which was one of, easily the one of the most moving presentations through in the evening throughout the whole conference it really was you could tell from as soon as he got on stage that he belongs on stage he this is what he should do uh, one of my favorite things he said and what i heard about the whole conference is you're either feeding a disease or fighting a disease with everything you put in your mouth i think of disease slightly different disease in our body our body is not at ease that's how, how i see disease so it, it makes perfect sense you're either feeding a disease or fighting a disease with everything you put in your belt, in your mouth or body. Just think about it for a second. It's such a powerful verse. Everything you put in your mouth, you're either putting your body at ease or you're fighting that. Okay? So take that and take out of that what you may. It was just in, and David talked about being in the military and coming back angry and he developed a tumor. And then, you know, he looked to food and nutrition and, and he beat it. There's no tumor anymore. It's gone. And the sa- it's the same story as uh, Hagen. I'm not even going to try his last name. They called him Pop- Poppy or Pops. Or <laughs> this guy was awesome. He was just an old guy, older guy. He was standing on stage. He looked like he wanted to be, everyone wanted him to be your grandfather. And he's an ALS survivor. And with these stories I'm talking about, there's so many uncelebrated stories. We're, we're great to talk about disease. We're the first ones to say support this cause. But we don't, in society, we don't say, we don't celebrate those who who have cured themselves, who healed, them, healed themselves. I shared this story and someone said, oh, it's probably Lyme, it was probably Lyme disease. <laughs> but that's our mindset. That's what we think. We think that this this can't be cured. We need medication. We need, like, I think we need crutches in this world, in this life. We need crutches. We need something to rely on. We need a reason for it not to be our fault. That's just, yeah. They were talking, I talked about that ALS ice bucket challenge. And I know that this bothers people, but it's not going to prevent me from saying it, that I want to celebrate life. I think Mother Teresa said, I won't ever, 
Like I won't, I won't ever travel or support one of the marches against something. But if you want to invite me to something that's pro, that's pro-life and supports a different way of thinking, I'll be there. And I'm the same way. I can agree with that more, that I want to be a part of these, these situations, these, these changes in life that support life, not the opposite. After that night, I was emotionally drained. After the weekend I was, I slept like a rock every weekend. Like there was so much emotion. There was so many different emotions. There's fear and excitement and health. Like it was unreal. You heard Dr. Davis. He came on the show two shows ago. He's the Wheat Belly, Mr. Wheat Belly. If you want to check that show out, check out that entire show he did. I never actually seen like a, he sold 2 million copies. He's all over the world. And I've never seen a real book signing this big. There's people lined up around the out the door <laughs> just to get his signature on a book but he was he was awesome he's super easy to talk to and he had a great presentation and then lastly was peter thomas i called him the ninja and he did a, a cool presentation and again he talked about living naturally and doing a lot of maybe zen like natural eastern kind of things that i really liked and uh, i think there's alternative ways to natural medicine that combine them and put them together will be much better off as a society. So I want to wrap things up here. I just want to thank, uh, I want to thank Avina Originals for inviting me in to do the conference. I want to thank Nicole for, you know, being so personal with me and, and getting back to me daily to prepare everything. And it was just an incredible experience. I talked at the beginning of the show about how I almost didn't do it. That would have been a big mistake. And everyone, all the people at the Avina at the, at the Revitalized Conference, all the people were unreal. I've never had more compliments in one place ever. People were, I was open. I was open. I told them this is my first time. I was up there with no shoes on. We were exercising on stage. I was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I think the first day, no one really knew my, no one really knew my um, sense of humor. So they weren't sure if I was serious or, or if they should laugh. And then a lot of people were there to improve their health. They are actually scared for their health and, and needed something to, something to improve their life. So they weren't really sure what I was doing, but for the most part, I have got a lot of comments about they enjoyed that, like, especially the serious people, they enjoyed having a lighter sense of humor and, and different things going on. And then I got, I said, I got some man handshakes. I got high fives and hugs. And, uh, it was just, you know, I, I don't have words for it. The people there were incredible. They were so warm and welcoming. The whole atmosphere was like a family. People were there to support you and to be supported. And that's why I talk about environment so much and having people, having supportive people in your life. That's it. And I'm, I'm going to wrap it up there. I do want to let you know I'm doing some online coaching. You can check that out at trueformlife.com. I'm going to do that through Skype, through email, and through phone. So if you're looking to improve your lifestyle naturally in a sustainable manner, I'll work with you one-on-one -on -one to help you reach your goals. That's it. I want to thank you for your time. This was a longer show. I want to thank and then all you guys moving forward and helping me sharing the show and commenting and uh, we're starting to get some traction here and getting more people writing in and, and more downloads. So I thank you for that. And that, that really means a lot to me. And that's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.